All right, everybody. Are you ready for a spectacular show? Introduce the original bad hombre, the amazing nerd, the hardest working Antifa boys on George Soros's payroll. With Pablo Morale Martinez and Ernesto Mancibo, only on Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm Ernesto Mancibo, and I'm Pablo, and uh, you know the you know the deal because uh, we uh, we had our our nice little intro by Lando Laurel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are the men with the voices in front of the microphones. <laughs> Be sure to uh, listen to us and stream us so that we can make that extra scratch. Because every time we play the opening, we have to send Lando a new pair of socks. <laughs> and that, you know, it adds up. It adds yeah, up. it does. Uh, sorry. I'm like, when is it, When is my burp going to come? Like, fucking shit or get off the pot, dude. Um, anyway. Um, <laughs> Burps. Why do they take up our time? <laughs> Coming up next on RVT. Yeah. <laughs> RVT TV. <laughs> no, you're not seeing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a fucked up logo, man. <laughs> oh shit. But um but uh I just want to wish you a happy seventeenth birthday. Thank and, you, man. Uh, Thank you. I hope you you enjoy your comic books and uh, your chocolate donuts or whatever else you got on that day to eat. Yeah, I went out for cigarettes. And then I never came back home. <laughs> you, you and Yoda, man. Same yeah. fucking mind. <laughs> what? What did you say? I said you and Yoda, man. Oh, me Same and fucking minds. <laughs> Speaking of Star Wars, right? <laughs> Well, not so much speaking of Star Wars, because uh, something occurred to me uh, recently because, uh, you know, I keep very close tabs on our Twitter account and I'm like posting pretty much every week, you know, about, you know, my points, of, you know, uh, points of view or musings that I have. But, you know, on the tweets in the Twitter sphere, mm -hmm. I have noticed that uh, – uh, Chris Pratt was trending and Chris Pratt is again? yeah Chris Shit. Pratt's trending again and, you know the, the thing about Chris Pratt is that uh you know everybody wants to fucking cancel his career P people are just like you know fucking he should you know people should fire Chris Pratt off the Guardians of the Galaxy um franchise and you know I'm I'm torn on this you know because like yeah, he belongs to a church that is somehow has has its hand in gay conversion therapy, uh, oh all this kind of bullshit. He's a fan of PragerU, but he hasn't said anything. Oh God, yeah, he's an no. idiot. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. fuck, I'll yeah. never I'll, I'll never look at that scene again in uh, Endgame when fucking War Machine's like. He's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Don Cheadle was right. I you never, uh, the rule of thumb that, that I've learned in life is never doubt Don Cheadle. So, 
like with regards to Chris Pratt, I mean his whatever his views are, right? He hasn't. Mm-hmm. And stop me if you think that I'm wrong, right? Okay. Whereas Gina Carano was just like you know she basically held up a sign and walked down Main Street and was just like <laughs> fire me, fire me now. <laughs> I don't care about my career. I do, I just I just don't. I don't care about my career. You know? And then Disney's just like, okay, if you don't, and then they just like give her the boot. But with Chris Pratt, he hasn't said jack shit. Like he keeps mm. his mouth shut. He follows what he follows, you know. He's like, you know, uh, does this whole like hardcore right wing thing and it doesn't really advertise it at all. Now, I think that is, you know, as long as uh, my, my thing is, is if it, he doesn't give it a platform, if he doesn't, you know, uh, go out there and, you know, goes and gives commit, give commencement speeches at Prager U or like, you know, about, <laughs> about, <laughs> about the scourge of homosexuality and shit like that. As long as he doesn't do that, I don't see, I, 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 I'm not seeing him as a threat. The moment he does though, like the moment he starts taking a Gina Carano kind of road where he's just like, I don't give a fuck. And you know, um, you know, uh, uh, climate, climate change is a hoax and COVID is a hoax. And, um, and he starts doing that that's when i think that he should suffer the consequences but for right now i'm seeing him as kind of i mean and and it's weird it's it's not it sounds like i'm defending him not really uh, but that's only because i know you right 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 um but what do you think what do you think about this I I I understand where you're coming from. It's sort of like uh, there's a person's view and then there's the way uh, they express them in public. But my my concern is that um, some of the things that he associates with and whether he gives them a platform or not, because he's involved with this particular church, uh, especially with the gay conversion therapy um, and other such uh, problematic views that uh, the fact that he is a, a, a pretty well-known celebrity, um, he's lending his face to this church, um, whether he wants to or not. I, this is just my opinion. Uh, the opinions of Ernesto Mancivo do not necessarily reflect the opinions of RBT. There's the disclaimer. <laughs> or Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, I mean, it sh- at this point, it should be like the opinions of RVT in general shouldn't reflect those of <laughs> Radio Free Brooklyn. Download the Radio Free Brooklyn app, by the way. <laughs> but at, at the same time, it's like I worry because he's um, because he's such a celebrity that he uh, he lends an air of legitimacy and normalization to these sorts of things. It's just like, see, you could you could be uh a part of horrible shit in your private life as long as you don't say it in public it's fine and i'm just i'm just not cool with that um like i'm whether the pandemic happened or not i was not going to be going to see black widow in theaters um because of uh 
uh, Scarlett Johansson's position with uh, what's his fu- uh, Woody Allen. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah. So I was like, uh, I, I, when you said Scarlett Johansson, I was just like, her position on what being the leading Asian actress of today. Well, that shit. <laughs> well, that that in and of itself just made me not take her seriously as an actress, which is a real shame because um, her performance in Under the Skin um, was really amazing. But, right. you know, have, having a st- the stance that she does in regards to Woody Allen is just like, I, I just... I just can't support that uh, or anything you do, really. My As I get older, my list of uh, movie celebrities that I just don't support and will not support in the future, barring some sort of major awakening on their part, just gets longer and longer and longer. I will never see another Liam Neeson uh, work ever again. And if they bring him into the MCU or bring him back in Star Wars... Um, Let's just say let's just say no money will be exchanging uh, hands from my pocket to the mouse, you know. With regards to just going back to 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 Chris Pratt, right? Yeah. Um. Here, here's the thing: is that I I'm not trying to be like one of these uh, apologists for uh, people who are. Uh, part of the cons- anti-gay conservative agenda. That's not my deal. Right. The The thing is, is that I'm not sure... And you feel free to talk some sense into me or slap the shit out of me if you need to. <laughs> um, because I, I can sense in my, my gut feels that I'm wrong, right? <laughs> <laughs> In my gut, I feel like I'm wrong. Such your feelings, Pavel. You know them to be true. <laughs> I'm trying to, but every time I, I I reach out, I just like end up like sideshow Bob, just like getting a rake to the face and just be like. Ugh. I feel like in three more episodes of this show, you're gonna have like a Kylo Ren complex. You know, you're gonna be like, I know what I have to do, <laughs> but I don't know if I'm strong enough to do it. Will you Whoa. help me? <laughs> oh my God, that's a real, uh, that's a crazy accurate Kylo Ren, dude. You do you do that way too well. <laughs> Will you help me? <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Oh, right dude. in the ribs. <laughs> <laughs> oh dude, it would have been so funny if on the way down he just would have been cursing. He's like, ah, oh, I should have been wearing a condom, you fucking. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> this hurts so bad, you fucking bitch. You were an ugly kid. <laughs> <laughs> I should have finished on your mom's back, you know. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. That's the Harrison Ford that we needed in Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> the one but, that- um... But sorry. Anyway, go back to to going back to so, that. Yeah, yeah. You're so yeah, so I'm trying you're not to, defending conservatives. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, look. Here's what's happening. I'm just trying to figure it out in my head, right? Mm. Because I'm just like, um, my my thought process is that, you know, yes, conservatives. Like, if you ask me, yes, conservatives are wrong. 
about a great many things, right? Yes. Uh, and normally, um, on an everyday kind of basis, I would say, you know, fuck Chris Pratt. But these are really weird times where people are storming the Capitol. Hmm. And I don't want any more quote-unquote conservative martyrs anymore where the people are just like, you know, uh, people throw their hands up in the air and they're just like, Gina Carano you know, deserves her own movie now, you know? She died for our thins. <laughs> you know? Where, you know, Ben Shapiro is just like, oh, I can't wait to make her pussy dry. Um, <laughs> oh, man, he's like a fucking... It's like a fucking Dementor when it comes down to pussy juice. It's just like, just all the moisture is gone. You will never know lubrication again. But, you know, if she wants to go ahead and appear in a uh, Ben Shapiro joint, and if she thinks that's the best course for her career, um, she can do what she wants. Um, uh, Just as a counterpoint to what you just said, I wouldn't say counterpoint, I'm just... It's just my position. Um, <clears throat> yes, it is a concern that um, in the public view, uh, these conservative martyrs are, you know, going out there and putting on this whole show. Like, look what they did to me just for speaking my mind. And that leading up to other acts of terrorism in our country. Uh, but as far as I'm concerned, <clears throat> I don't feel that we have a choice. To allow these people to continually spew their hatred and try to, you know, cover it up as their First Amendment right. Meanwhile, they're putting other groups in danger, Jewish people, uh, immigrants, uh, the LGBTQ community. Like, <clears throat> I just I, I, I feel that we are in the age where people have to be held to consequences. It may seem extreme especially to fire these actors off of these uh ultra visible projects but i think that as a as a country as a society we have to stand up and say you know this isn't okay it's 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 a fucked up view like yes we live in a we live in a country where you have a first amendment right but the only thing that guarantees you is that the government can't come for you uh, for saying for for holding these horrible views it says nothing about private companies. It says nothing about the public at large just kind of washing their hands of you. And I, I think I, I just think that's I just think that's what we should do. I mean, in the long run, we protect more people than make more people angry as far as I can see. Um, but this is just one man's view. No, I think you've convinced me. Um, because it is true. Because like uh, <laughs> <no. laughs> the liberal agenda wins again. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Who's been changing Pablo's mind? It was Ernesto <laughs> all along. <laughs> I killed his hamster. <laughs> God damn it! I knew it was you. <laughs> But anyway, um, more on that later. Um, yes. <laughs> but no, you've convinced me. Uh, I, because you're right. Uh, 
and and especially the gay community, right? The gay community suffers the most grief uh, with regards to like um, you know the murder of trans people, the uh, the ire of the right wing, you know, and just to have like uh anyone kind of just be like yeah i side with this you know mm. i'm not saying anything but i side with it is makes makes him complicit right mm-hmm. um see i'm trying to figure it out i'm trying to fit i'm using no. my brains <laughs> um so yeah you're right um so uh, you know if if he wants to go down this road and it ends up with him getting fired. Uh, I mean, life goes on. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Look, man, we've had two Hulks and two War Machines. We'll be just fine if uh, if we change up Star Lord. That's Ooh, all. Ooh, let's talk about <laughs> who would you recast Star Lord with? Uh, hmm. that's a good question. Uh, you know, just just to piss, piss off the. Um, the toxic fan base. I'm gonna say Kevin Hart. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that would be. Uh. I mean, I love Kevin Hart, but <laughs> can't you just see it? He'd be like, "Ah, oh, come on, mm, yeah. let me talk to you for a second. Ah, mm. so when I are mean, we gonna get together? Know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sorry. But <laughs> you know what? I would just like turn this into like Ernesto Kevin Hart theater where it's just like <laughs> it's like improv where you're just like, OK, here's the scenario. Uh, Kevin Hart at a pharmacy trying to uh, haggle for his, uh, you know, antihistamines. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> But, oh but, my God! An improv, an improv group based solely on on Kevin Hart. On Kevin I Hart. think, we, I think that that might be gold. <laughs> <laughs> heart to heart, <laughs> RVT presents heart to heart. You know. <laughs> oh um, man! But no, um, I mean. Uh, th- 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 I, I, I don't even know how that would <laughs> would look. I mean, like, everyone would tower over. The only per- person who would match him is fucking Ra- Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> hey, it's good to finally have, you know, a guy I can talk to eye to eye. You know, that would be... Uh, <laughs> oh, perfect. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, man. Hey, listen. Listen, Kevin Hart has no problem... Uh, playing that side of his of his uh, physique up that you know he's short he's made millions and millions of dollars off of the off of those kinds of jokes so he'd be like you know hey disney mm, sign the check mm. yeah that would be that would be interesting what an interesting mix although he has gotten in trouble for like uh you know anti-gay jokes in the past which you apologize uh, for, which is more so, which is more than Chris Pratt will probably ever do, you yeah, know. That's true. That's true. So I don't know, man. It's just uh, it's a double whammy everywhere you go. It's uh, true. It's true. <laughs> um, but uh, what was I gonna say? Um, 
Fuck it, let's talk about Ted Cruz. Mm. So Ted Cruz is an asshole. <laughs> Cancun Cruz is what I'm going to call uh-huh. him from now on. Because this... What a piece of shit, man. Like When the going gets tough, uh, Ted Cruz packs his bags and, and leaves uh, immediately. He's he like, gets the fuck out of Texas, man. I mean... Uh, for folks, uh, I guess this is being recorded for posterity. Folks, in February of 2021, uh, Texas was hit by a fucking polar vortex. And it snowed there. It n- never snows there. Um, people lost their power. Uh, the water stopped flowing. Uh, people had to start burning personal belongings just to keep warm. Because, you know, it's it's a very warm state. Nobody... Nobody's used to this level of weather, but it got it was freezing down there. And with millions of people in the dark and cold, fucking Ted Cruz decides to just run away to Cancun, Mexico with his family. Yeah, with his family. And if it wasn't for the beauty of uh, mobile phone cameras and the Internet, you know, he might have gotten away with it like some sort of. Scooby Doo villain or something like that. I was just thinking that. I was just like, I wouldn't, I don't, (laughs) and I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for, you know, everyone having a, if it wasn't for 21st century technology. (laughs) Oh, man. I think the fun, there's nothing really funny about this because, you know, it really just shows what a complete another piece of shit he is. But if there's anything that can be gleaned from this that is funny, it's his apology tour or, attempted apology tour uh going on fox news and other such outlets trying to somehow do the mental gymnastics to justify this saying like oh well i was just gonna drop my daughter off and come right back it's like really (laughs) really that's like saying oh no i was just you know i broke into the bank to borrow this money to clean it and then i was gonna put it right back like sure you were sure you were Uh, i Oh man. Um, I, and, then I, his, uh, and then his fucking friends. I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But then no, his no, fucking friends, as he was trying to 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 justify this, somebody from his text group released the texts, the group texts of of the conversations between everybody and there. And it's like he's right there saying, "It's just like, yeah, we're just gonna run away to Cancun for a few days." And then his his itinerary was released, showing that originally he was planning on staying there for at least four or five days. It's just like, oh, yeah, you were going to turn right around, were you? Uh, You know, Ted Cruz doesn't have a a friend in the world. (laughs) He doesn't have (laughs) two friends to to rub together. And and, and the thing about that is that, man, fucking Al Franken, right? Al mm. Franken said it himself. He was just like, um, it, he said something along the lines of, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, uh, but he said, you know, uh, I like Ted Cruz more so than his own party does, and I fucking hate Ted Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. So, um, and that just shows like how, 
you, you know how how scummy he is that even his own party is just like you know what fuck this guy <laughs> a, a, uh. a party made up of vultures and ghouls mm. um so uh yeah i mean th- this dude it, it, it it's bad enough that you know he was caught and then he lied about it and now while the mm. truth is coming out but then to come back and immediately throw your daughters under the bus. <laughs> oh man! Like man, when he came back, he was just like, you know. Este hijo puta, you know, pendejo, you know, fucking fuck that dude. Dude, I, like that was, and, and then for him to do it so like matter of factly, you know, and with that stupid hand dog expression that I'm not sure if that's his part of, that's just his face. Mm. I, I try not to look at him too closely because I feel like his face is like a cursed image that I'm just like, ugh, you know. <laughs> now my day is ruined. I stepped on a Lego and it's, you know, fucking. <laughs> so. Uh, with, with Ted Cruz, it, it, you know, h- him lying and saying that, you know, my daughters were just like, hey, you know, I want to go, you know, can't we go to Cancun, Dad? And I was just like, I just wanted to be a good father to them. And then I'm just like, this this guy's such a piece of sh- Like, he's such a phenomenal piece of shit. It's oh. like so, it, it's cartoony at this point, right? Mm. And then AOC and Beto O'Rourke, you know, Beto O'Rourke, I have problems with a lot of problems with Beto O'Rourke, but man, mm. did he come in and fucking save the like he came in and acted like the leader that people assume that Ted Cruz is, you know, right. Um, he came in, he made phone calls, making sure disaster relief was getting what was going to the right places. AOC, AOC, who people were just like, it's AOC's fault that this happened, you know. Um, green new deal and such yeah, yeah the green new deal is it, it, this is all the green new deal's fault it, despite the fact that the green new deal was just it, it, it's it's still like it's it cuts to the green new deal and it's just still a pa- piece of paper yep. or like a pile of, <laughs> of paper that's just like resting on somebody's desk it's like we would all be fine if AOC hadn't snuck in in the middle of the night and installed all these windmills that froze over. <laughs> she built by hand all these windmills surrounding <laughs> Texas, creating a polar vortex. <laughs> Dude, AOC raised three million dollars. Holy shit! For Texas relief, like she's done. Like both Beto O'Rourke and and, Ted, and 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 AOC have like just, they were just like, oh, you're not the your your leader has has suddenly disappeared. Mm. We're all right. We're gonna roll up our sleeves. We're gonna fucking get it done. You know. And they did. Like, and they that's, did. That's fucking amazing. I I honestly hope. I mean, in the past, this would have been the kind of thing that absolutely tanks anybody's aspirations to run for president. But, you know, we live in 2021 and we've had such a press, such a low bar of a precedent precedence uh, set before us that who knows? Some people might be endeared to him that he tried to do this shit. But I'm still hoping against hope 
that uh, this completely just murders any any chance he has at running in 2024. Well, there have been a few apologists online that have been like, you know, oh, what, what you know, what was he supposed to do? Go door to door and boil people's water. And hmm. I'm like, well, no, but, you know, he could be doing the thing. You know, that's not how leadership works. Exactly. You know, like, <laughs> like he could have, apologies. I don't know, raised a few million dollars. Yeah. Let's, let's put it that way. And he's he's a Republican, so you 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 know he's got the fucking jack to do it, you know yep. he, you know he's got fucking deep pockets, all mm-hmm. that fucking lobbyist money. He could have like asked you know Mitch McConnell to spare a few million, right? There you go. But no, you know he he's just like you know yeah, you know I don't want to go, I don't want to go to work today. I want to go to Cancun. Who's gonna stop me? It's like the world <laughs> yeah twitter was just like hold my beer yeah <laughs> um oh, fucking ah, shit yeah. man but yeah dude fuck a topsy-turvy world topsy-turvy world um the only the only thing that makes sense is fiction these days yeah like right now is like i, I I'm more content to watch WandaVision than I am to like pay attention to today's politics because it's Mm. just so depressing. But like stories like these are just like things that you have to like keep your your finger on the pulse too. Of course. I mean, people are suffering and, and we can't turn a blind eye to it. Yeah, let's talk WandaVision, man. Yes, uh, yes. Let, let's because uh, we haven't talked about the past two episodes mm. um, with Pietro coming like Pietro having that heart to heart with um, with Wanda in the Malcolm in the Middle inspired episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is really great. <laughs> I got to say, like, um, man, it 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 really played with all of our perceptions and emotions, you know, she, cause obviously Pietro is some sort of independent entity. He doesn't just parrot what Wanda would want him to say. There's a point where she is asking him about like, Hey, do you remember um, something, something, something that guy who used to bully you back in like Sokovia? I'm paraphrasing here. And his response, you could tell, he was like, oh, you're trying to trick me. You're trying to like play me here so that you can verify whether I'm real or not. And that's that's one of those moments out of many in this uh, in this TV show that just makes you go halt. Like, what is going on here? Like at first he's pretending he's like the fun loving uncle. And then he's just like, no, no, no something's afoot here and you're not going to expose it. It's just like, who's in control? Um, I mean, uh, I mean, I, I, I'm guessing like, and it was, uh, I was, it was verified that she doesn't trust him. She knows that he's not the real Pietro. Mm. Um, because you know, when, when he made that whole, like, what is your fucking dead husband going to die? Like three times, you know, shit and uh and she was just like "Uh uh-uh you know (laughs) she wasn't having that 
Um, and then, you know, now in, in the following episode, she's just like, she tells her twin boys, she's just like, they, that dude, you don't know who, uh, that, that guy is not your uncle. Mm. And they're like, but why? And she's like, I don't have all the answers. And then she, (laughs) 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 which is, which is so cruel. Like I, I found her to be like. I sympathize with her less in the in that episode because mm. she was um you know she's created her own problem and now mm. she's ref- and then her response to that was just like nah I'm not I'm just going to take a personal day. <laughs> well, well, I got to say I'm I'm kind of on the uh the other side of that fence. There in the latest episode, I kind of empathize with her more cuz there was a look on her face the whole time, like uh, psychologically, she was really kind of broken. Um, and her attempts at levity were were really sad, in my opinion. Like there was a there was a point she looked into the camera and she was just like, I guess it's just a case of the Mondays, you know, and it's one of those like, you know, I'm in a lot of pain. And I'm trying to put on a brave face, but I can't even manage to do that. Um, and her sitting, oof, it, it, I, I think this episode touched a few nerves for me. Seeing you know her what? Sit in, seeing her sit in the house by herself, um, just like in her pajamas and stuff like that, with that look on her face made me go like this. This person needs help, especially since she woke up without vision that day. Um and, you know, which has essentially been the focus of her existence up until this point. And now that's gone. And she's sort of like without a foundation at this point. So everybody's trying to get a little piece of her, her kids, you know, and it's like she can't even function. You know, uh, um, Agnes had to come over and she's just like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll handle the kids. She's like, oh, would you? And, you know, she's taking them away. But, well, I mean, we can talk about Agnes uh, in a few uh, seconds <laughs> yeah um because there's so much th- things that i want to talk about with regards to that but you know we're running a little bit short on time ah, um, okay but um with regards to uh to her depression or, or her just falling apart you know mm. what it, it speaks to my like <laughs> to my point of shaming my own like depression and when I get that way where I'm just like, I don't want to change out of my sweatpants. I'm not going to bathe for a couple of days. Uh, I'm just going to let life happen to me. Um, it, it did strike a nerve. And, and my immediate response to that is just like, get yourself together. You know, don't. Be- <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, Pavel, it's- I, I think you should be a little more sensitive to yourself. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Because when she when when she does that, like when she's like when she tells the kids like I don't have the answers, I'm just like, come on, man, you know, fucking, yeah. really, you're gonna do that to the kids? And then I'm like, you in my head is like, you do the same thing, and I would just be like, shut up, brain, you know, and, <laughs> and everything just becomes like a a hostile shame circle. Um. <laughs> you don't, jeez. You know, you don't have any like crayons in your house that you're stabbing your brain with, are you? Duh. Duh? No, duh. 
<laughs> you know, drool just starts falling out of my mouth. Right, uh, get this get this man an x-ray <laughs> we need to get down to the bottom of this but uh 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 what was he saying see this these are the crayons talking now um <laughs> so yeah it it did strike a few nerves so it, it with that i'll agree with you uh on the other hand um this see this this I, every episode is so front-loaded with shit like there's visions journey Mm. Where he's just like, what's like, I, I died. What's happening to me? Like he he's getting ever all his his life in piecemeal. Like he's just mm. getting like, <laughs> mm. like he's getting all his entire like existence in Snapple caps. Like you know, <laughs> you died twice. You know, <laughs> even even he's like expressing shock at at his own actions of trying to cobble his life together like there was a point where he ended up talking to the fourth wall slash camera interview format that those uh early 2000 shows had and while he's talking to he's just like he stops he's like what am i doing i'm supposed to try to be getting out of here and he gets up and he pulls off the mic yeah from he his, does from his costume Dude, one of the one of the great little things about those like those little uh you know interview asides where he does like you know the talking head shit and mm. and um is that when he talks to the camera and he's just like you know i'm just trying to figure this out and he starts scratching his neck and i'm just <laughs> like that's so <laughs> that's such a, a a cool little touch I'm like, why would a robot have to like scratch his own neck? Like, <laughs> it was just—it's so great. Um, but then, uh, 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 all right, and then outside of the hex, you know, all this is happening inside of the hex. Outside of the mm. hex, fucking, um, uh, uh, um, you know, fuck. I want to call her Spectrum at this point. Um, mm. But Monica Rambo is taking charge. She's just like, you know, I've had it with these motherfucking hexes in this <laughs> motherfucking town. And she just rolls up her sleeve and she's just like, you know, I'm going uh, to, you know, uh, the, they, she tries to get through the barrier with this specially designed, you know, kind of uh, um, like rover. Lunar vehicle. rover. Yeah. yeah lunar <laughs> rover designed by, you know, insert MCU name here. <laughs> and it doesn't work. And she's just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm fuck it. I'm just going to do this myself. And then she just jumps in. And as soon as her like eyes started glowing, I was like, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Same here. I was just like, Oh no, she's, she's really, she's starting to transform. Um, and I love the uh, the little callback while she's making her way through the barrier to like contact. It's just like you know, I'm okay, go. You know, <laughs> everything is like the, her, her face is starting to like spread in different ways. But um, oh man, it was it was such a cool it was such a cool sequence. Um, there's also something, and I'm just like I'm trying to, you know, trying to keep myself together about this. There is something a about a a black woman with natural hair becoming mm. a superhero, and that kind of made my chest kind of well up, you know, 
Mm. It's just like, oh, it's just like, it's just because I, I can't, you know, uh, um, I can't switch that part of my mind off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's just like uh, everywhere I go where it's like Pedro Pascal is the Mandalorian. I'm just like, I always thought that the Mandalorians underneath their masks were all Latino. <laughs> so when I saw Pedro Pascal cast in the Mandalorian, I was like, yes, because of course, you know, people who are like, you know, melanated are Mandalorians. You know, they're, mm. they're not all, you know, fucking, you know, the, the, they're not all Bo-Katan. Right. Right. Those are the Spaniards. You know, those are the Spanish colonizers. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> but, but uh, when I saw, uh, you know, uh, Tiona Paris uh, go through that barrier and they give her this heroic moment and the music starts to swell and I was just like representation matters <laughs> mm. I'm like try- I'm like getting really into that you know um, no I'm 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 there with you man like yeah. you, the way you're describing it now is kind of like bringing back the feelings from that moment um, it it's it seemed like the perfect uh, culmination or direction of what her character has been since they introduced her in this show. Like her, every single move that she makes has been in service to the greater good, whether it's her assignment as a sword agent or helping Wanda or helping the people in Westview it's like there's every single thing about her is heroic. And at first she's presented to us as just, you know, just another person who came back from the blip. But um, as time progresses, even when the weird things happen around her, she doesn't really let them face her, whether it's getting kicked out of Westview, whether it's getting her scans back from the medic, uh, from the sword medic, who's like, yeah, there's nothing here. It's all just like glowy inside. And she's just like, eh, whatever. It's like, it could be that she she's now numb to um, like superhuman or supernatural instances, or it's the trauma of knowing that her mom died and, and the years of dealing with her mom's cancer. That's just like, you know what? That's just life. You just got to keep on living. And she's she like just, the... Yeah. Keeps moving forward. She's like the flip side to Wanda, right? Because Wanda can't move on. Yeah. Holy uh, shit. To man. the point yeah. where she like regresses into old TV. Like she just <laughs> reverts back into like things that I don't know, maybe. And you know that whole TV thing that's going on, and people are just like, why the TV shows? And I'm just like, maybe in Sokovia. Like they just got they they just got reruns of old American shows, probably, and that is like her ideal life. Maybe that's where she gets it from. I I think you're absolutely right because that happens in real life. There, you know, there are countries you know out far east or in the Middle East or whatever that are just now getting Wu Tang. Yeah, and I envy them. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's dope. Um, it's weird, but it's dope. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> so because Wu Tang is for the children. Anyway, um, 
so yeah it, it, it's like two sides to a coin it's like uh, uh wanda refuses to let go of the past so much so that she's willing to fight to preserve it and then um monica is just like and then she like tells she's basically you know dropping truth to fucking wanda she's just like i'm not afraid of you a i'm not afraid of you B, you know, you gotta, you know, get your shit. You know, she's like, she's like me shaving myself. She's like, get, get your shit together, you know. Um, wait, you shaving yourself? That's what you say to yourself shame, when you shave. Shaming, yeah, that's oh. also what I say when I shave myself. <laughs> I'm just imagining you in the mirror with like a safety razor, like, get your shit together, yeah. Martinez. <laughs> like, gotta make sure not to nick the balls. Uh, uh, yes, get your, come on, man, pull it together. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, this episode is sponsored by um, <laughs> Manscaped 3.0. The only... No, I wish. Dollar Shave Club. Hey, Don't listen. nick the balls. <laughs> Dollar Shave Club, Manscaped. Just to let you know, our DMs are open. Hit us nice. up. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, wish we got sweet, sweet sponsorship. But anyway. Um, Someday. So... So, uh, yeah, that that confrontation happens. And I know we're going over time, but at this time, I'm just at this point, I'm just like, you know what? I might cut this into a different episode. Um, But uh, with regards to there, there was something that happened where uh, fucking uh, uh, Agatha uh, Agnes Mm. looked at what was happening from across the street. And I couldn't help but be. Because I can't turn off that part of my brain that's just like, you know, relates things to real life. Mm. And basically, Agatha inserted herself in the conversation. And all I saw was like two white women trying to like fend off a black woman who's just like trying to 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 talk reason to them. Mm. And I was just like, is this intentional? Is this intentional? Because that's what it seems like. Uh, you know, and, and with that, all that stuff with with like the the especially like with the recent news of like uh, Amy Cooper getting all her charges dropped, and kind of all that stuff. So all that kind of ang- anger, you know, uh, kind of encircling my brain. It finds yeah. its well. It finds its way into things that, and I, and I don't know if I'm reading too much into it. Where I'm like, I see. Um, you know, uh, Agnes and uh, trying to be like, no, 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 it's okay. You know, uh, let me take you away from this. You stay away. And then it's like, you know, I'm just like, uh, it's, it looks like two white women trying to like, uh, tell, tell a black woman to get lost. And then I'm just like, "Ah, is that intentional? Because that, that's really good. And it does Mm -hmm. paint uh, Agnes in this like, like sinister light and then it's it goes even further by being like nope she's a witch (laughs) 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 to which which we all saw coming right but at the same time it's just like ah man um what can we say about Catherine Hahn that hasn't already been said (laughs) um (laughs) Because everyone's like Emmy worthy performance, and I'm just like, you know what? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's. <laughs> she is so fucking 
great in this show. She is. She is. I think I think this might be one of the roles that she was just born to play. Um, I, I think she's really made it hers. Um, but uh, just briefly, in regards to what you were saying about that depiction of two white women sort of telling a black woman to go away, I, I think that was done on purpose. Um, I think that the powers that be, the director, chose not to uh, go too heavy-handed with it, you know, like making it a direct correlation to, let's say, what happened with uh, what happened in Central Park last year. But I think a little sprinkle of real-life uh, Karenisms was put in there on purpose to, uh, for those of us who have the eyes to see that, to be like, oh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. And I, th I think it would be, you know, um, it would uh, sanitize the MCU too much to completely ignore that these are some of the issues that we deal with in the modern day. So to give Monica Rambeau a little bit of that to deal with, because every time, every time she's manhandled by Wanda, I go, it's a little extra for me. I'm just like, ooh. Um, yeah, I know. Every mm. time she throws her out of stuff, you know, well, that one time she got thrown out, I was just like, ah, really? You're going to like throw out the only black character on your show? Well, with not the only black character, the only black female on your show. Mm. Um, but then, you know, it subverts that. It's just like, no, we know what we're doing. Like, just just keep watching. You know, we'll we'll, we'll turn this all around. <laughs> And then, and then, you know, her eyes, you know, uh, Monica's eyes start glowing blue. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just cheering or just getting giddy in my seat. Um, and then seeing that she has spectrum vision, you know, mm. uh, which was so cool. Uh, so, <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that uh, I I I'm I'm totally with you on I'm totally on board with with uh, the MCU being conscious of what they're doing, but they're always like it, it it's always like on the cusp of being too heavy handed, which yeah. is weird to say about a, a a show about superheroes, right? And then for it to move into like no, uh, and then a witch shows up, you know, and then you know <laughs> we get the cool uh, that fucking. Agatha, Agatha all along is one of my. I think it, that's the that song is a fucking banger, right? It, it's like I can't stop listening to that song. <laughs> <laughs> There's something so awesome about how she revels in being so evil. <laughs> just like her, just like uh, putting on makeup in the something so small as like putting on makeup and vamping in the mirror and then uh, acknowledging the camera before getting back into character and then gaslighting vision some more. <laughs> oh We're <my laughs> so, so, deli it's so deliciously evil. It's so good. <laughs> and um, uh, do you, do you think that she's working for Mephisto or do you think this, this is whole her whole, it's all, it's just all along. It's just her behind the whole conspiracy. And what is her end goal? You think? Mm -hmm. I think she's a major. I think she's a major player in this conspiracy. I don't think, I don't think she's working for Mephisto, but I do think 
that she is hoping to uh, join forces with him, which I think won't work out for her because, you know, Mephisto is the devil of the MCU. And right, right, the, right. The, the devil does nothing. It does nothing if not, you know, double cross you or uses your own wishes against you. Um, so I think that um, there's a specific name for that book that Wanda discovered in the dark hold at the dark hold. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so I think that's going to be a gateway to Mephisto. I think, I think Agatha is trying to use Wanda because Wanda is obviously more powerful. It, as far as I can see more powerful than Agnes, but she's also in a very vulnerable and thus malleable state. So she's doing her best to pull the strings behind the scenes to get Wanda to do what she wants to do, but make her think that Wanda's doing whatever she wants to do, you know, meaning what Wanda wants to do. So the reveal that she's behind the camera when they're doing the interview pieces is just such a great moment. (laughs) It was fucking creepy when Wanda was doing that interview and the interview spoke back and she was just like, you're what you're not supposed to talk. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on here? Somebody, you know? somebody online deciphered that it was Agatha. It was Catherine Hahn's voice pitch shifted lower. Wow. Uh, so then they pitch shifted it back and it's, uh, it's Catherine Hahn. And oh God. I'm just like, this is so fucking great. <laughs> Everything about this show is so good. Oh, I love it. Um, the thing I can't do is just this week to week bullshit is fucking killing me. <laughs> when that when that panel that lets you know that the end credits are starting comes, I get so angry. I'm like, no, <laughs> seven days, no. <laughs> I feel like I'm about to turn into Elvis where he shoots his TV. Or like, come on, man, you know, play it. <laughs> Um, but, oh, uh, we man. should, we should wrap it up there. Cause we are way over time. Um, uh, we didn't even get to talk about the Mortal Kombat trailer, but we'll uh, Mortal Kombat we'll trailer next week. Uh, if you want. Yeah. Here, here's my review. It looks great. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Same. I'm going to watch it. Um, so, uh, anyway, um, I think that's, that's where we should cap it. Yes, uh, yes. I'm Pablo Morales Martinez. And I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And together we are the Robots versus Taxes program. On Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah, while you're out there, you could try keeping it real. But you should try keeping it right. Song of the Week. Sulla coscia la tua bocca migliore Il cuore che ti vori come un pugno di more Il cervello fa il pallone 
faccia nella gola la tua bocca migliore L'asma che mi cola come piombo sul cuore Nell'occhiello del cuore 